Assalamu alaikum. My brother and I just got done recording another beautiful episode. I feel like we say that every time. Every time. <laughs> I feel like that's just our I trademark. I feel like at this point, we should just we... pre-record this and every single time we recorded <laughs> a free... Are we, are we ever going to say, we just got done recording a terrible episode? Like, you guys will never know. Oh, yeah, you know. You just... <laughs> It's always beautiful. It was, it was such a beautiful. Nah, this one was actually lit. I'm not gonna. I like it. I like. It was rejection. Lit. A rejection, fear. I think we're gonna deal um, with what the the fear of failure. Yeah, the fear of failure slash rejection. So Alhamdulillah, brother, it was a beautiful episode. Yeah, I think uh, you guys will enjoy it. Inshallah, we talked about current events. We talked about a little bit about what's happening in Ukraine in our intro, and our heart goes out to, to all everyone. the suffering and all the victims that are going on, and the victims of war. Nobody likes war. May Allah protect us from all fitna. May Allah keep us safe wherever we may be. And may Allah keep the uh, everyone safe. And may Allah allow the situation to de-escalate. It, it's looking tough, subhanAllah. And I'm hoping that inshallah it gets better. Uh, inshallah. But yeah, it, we talked about the fear of failure. We talked about uh, some rejection. of the most rejection. We talked about the scenarios we've personally yeah. experienced and overcome. Yeah. Uh, we just poured our heart out on this. Uh, so I feel like this, this is going to be a really nice one. I hope I feel like a lot of people going to really relate to this so much. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, and, and I hope you guys do understand. And go Rejection ahead, in college, relationships, Ship, all that. Everything and everything in one. As we always do on every week of Talk Ya Haq, the review of the week, we have our listener, Rahma. Shout out to you, Rahma. May Allah uh, reward you immensely for this review. I mean, she gave us a five stars titling this relatable exclamation point mashallah your podcast is so relatable to my own life that when i listen i feel like i can be there contributing to the conversation mm. thank you so much for sharing all of your opinions and experiences it is definitely enjoyable keep the podcast coming inshallah thank you so thank much thank you so much we appreciate life. your support and thank you so much for rahma for tuning in to our episodes here on Talk Your Haq. If you want a shot at us shouting you out and inshallah uh, reading your review on Apple Podcast, make sure you guys go ahead and give us a review on Apple Podcast and uh, we'll be sure to do that. Anyways, y'all, tune into this episode. We're going to holla at y'all. See y'all on the other side. Peace. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Peace. Make sure to do that. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Yahaq, the podcast where we discuss the relevant topics impacting us, Muslim Western youth, to better connect with our faith, inshallah. I am your host, Idris. And I'm your other host, Abdi Kareem. Alhamdulillah, brother. We vibing today. Man, we got a deep discussion to talk about, but before deep that... discussion. How you living, bro? How you living? Talk to me. How's things been? Wallahi. You know, for most people, I wasn't in the last episode of Talk Yahaq, uh... Just been dealing with a lot, bro. Just trying to maintain everything, you know what I'm saying? And right. just making sure I control what I can control. Got you, got you. You know, but alhamdulillah. How's that going? That journey of controlling, taking so control? Far, alhamdulillah. Should be going, it's going in the right path. But, you know, inshallah, we'll see how it works out. Got you, got you. Alhamdulillah. You know? I feel it, brother. I feel it. Man, I think a lot of people, we going through our own thing, you know? Adjusting to all the hype that we're getting, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, bro, it is a blessing, bro. Allah, is, bro. Just the other day, when we hit 10K, we were going crazy over it. And then now we look up 20K. And I'm just like, what is going on, bro? And it's like, it's not even like, it's so hard to process everything that's going on, especially with just us growing and at the same time, what's going on around the world, right. what's going on right here, what's going It's just like, it is so much to fat, like, just to, like, 
sit down and just be like, let me think of individually every single thing. It's like, nah, yeah. bro, I'm out here, 22 years old, uh, waking up in the morning looking at the news. What's going on today, guys? You know, but it's somebody, somebody said, uh, somebody said that it's not uh, 2022, it's uh, 2022, meaning <laughs> this is 2020. Just another version of 2020. Mm. 2020 was chaos, bro. And now, yeah, we're looking bro. up. And uh, once February came dude, around... These past years just been hectic. But I'm telling you right now, it feels like we in a movie right now, bro. Mm -hmm. It just feels like... It don't seem real. We like... in a show mm -hmm. that is like on season four of the, uh, <laughs> the grand two. finale. Season two. Season two? Yeah. Because 2020, that's when it started. Brother, That brother. was the first episode... Give me a second, brother. How the hell? This you gotta do. You gotta mute it. Oh, I, I thought it was my phone. I'm like, <laughs> let's hope that don't go off again. <laughs> this guy said my phone loud as hell. But nah, yeah, bro. So how the law, man? Just hearing about what's going on in the world right now and what's going on in Ukraine, I think yeah. it's only right to talk a little bit about this. You know, we don't want to get too political here yeah. on this podcast, but I think it's only right to talk about some of the relevant things that we're experiencing and we're seeing on the news and all around us mm -hmm. man so what's your gut reactions to what's going on bro but i just feel like like we can like we destroying each other from not only just from the ukraine stands mm. from the muslim countries right from even within the west uh mm. uk europe everywhere i feel like we just destroy ourselves just by just how everything like what's happening you know what i'm saying right this a lot to me it's, it's scary mm. It's like, bro, I was telling, I was having a discussion with them, like, bro, this, you know what I'm saying? It's looking like the end of times. I don't know. SubhanAllah. Know? Like, that's, that's the most freakiest part. Yeah, like, and that's like the scariest thing, like, that my, like, it's like every day waking, like, bro, I am 22 years old waking up in the morning, sipping my tea, bro. I could, I'm, what's going on today? Looking right. at the news. I'm looking at the news. We them old heads that yeah. we used to look. Bro, our phones are going crazy. La ilahaillallah. Should not go off. Okay, I got one. I got one pass. Nigga, you got one pass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you were saying you're sipping your tea. What? Yeah. What about that? It's just like just paying attention to every single detail. Oh yeah. You know, just trying to figure out like, yo, what's going? on I, like, like, is this like what the world has come up to? Like, we mm. don't live in the 1960s mm -hmm. no more, where war just happens so frequently and it's just simple, and we just go to war. No, this is like the 21st century. Where it's like everything is so like it ain't the same as how it was back then, you know. Right. So it's like it's so scary to see what like what everybody could do to each other, mm. and they just like no, what we're capable. Yeah, of. yeah, like what we're I'm capable. Sc of. I'm scared that this is not even a tipping point of what we're capable mm -hmm. of. I think we're capable of destroying one another because of our own egos. I, yeah, I say, bro, a lot of our wars and the stuff that's fought. Is a manifestation of all the greed mm -hmm. and the ego and the pride and, and the, the anger and all these problems that are, are that are diseases within us yeah. that manifest into bloodshed, mm -hmm. murder, catastrophes. And uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he, he tells us this is what our own hands have earned us. Mm -hmm. This is the actions of our own hands. Getting, subhanAllah, we can go on and on, but Right now, bro, like I'm seeing all over my Twitter feed and all that stuff, mm -hmm. and I'm seeing all over YouTube, bombarded. And, bro, I see, like, of course, because I'm part of the Muslim Twitter side, and mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of Muslims raising awareness to how the hypocrisies mm. of the Western media 
in that they don't represent and they don't provide the same representation and the same uh, acknowledgement to what's happening uh, in these Muslim countries like Syria, like Palestine, mm-hmm. like Somalia, like Yemen and yeah. Af- Afghanistan, all these other countries that are so many, and plenty more that I probably didn't mention yeah. that are going on. And my gut reaction was like, bro, I hear you 100%. Mm-hmm. This is horrific what's going on, subhanAllah. Yeah. And these hypocrisies should be called out. But at the same time, my heart does hurt to see another country uh, being attacked and yeah. seeing innocent people fleeing their homes, mm-hmm. seeing a husband detached from his wife. I'm seeing this in his kids. And this is happening on our lands too. Mm-hmm. This is happening, this happening almost everywhere, everywhere. Bro. But I think, like for me, bro, I think it's just a little distasteful mm. to look at. And this is me. This might get a lot of flack, and people may be like, "No, Denise, they need to hear this." But for me, it's a little bit distasteful because I'm like, I don't know if that's what's called for right now. I think right now, yes, we need to raise awareness to what's happening on the Muslim countries. But right now, we see what's happening. I don't think this is the time to be like, "No, this is what you have to look at." And and yeah, I understand like, it's frustration. Yeah, like picking what you should put your attention to. No, right. it's like everybody's dealing with it. You know Every, what I'm saying? It's, it's just horrific. And another thing that's actually distasteful is at the borders mm. where the refugees are trying to flee from what I've seen in terms of the news is yeah. they're turning away Arabs, they're turning away black people, they're turning mm-hmm. away Africans from Nigeria and people who are not the status quo European and yeah. Poland and, and all these other countries, they're welcoming at the border, but all these other immigrants yeah. right, from Ukraine who are actually Ukrainian, they're giving them a hard time. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's definitely interesting to, to look at that. But bro, like, man, I know some, I know somebody who said to me uh, back in the day who said, I don't watch the news. It, it just ma- it just it makes me think about that right now because this is all we're seeing in the news. Mm-hmm. But he said, I don't watch the news. And he said, I said, why? He said, because he said, ignorance is bliss mm. so i don't watch the news because I- ignorance is bliss nothing's happening on my uh what's affecting me mm-hmm. and uh man what's your reaction to that bro because we are being bombarded and it's like we don't know which side is which and who has a, a narrative yeah but it's like i i can i kind of low-key disagree with them because i feel mm. like it does affect you whether it doesn't really physically affect you mm. or like mentally but it can it can in right. the long it's term definitely capable you know what i'm saying it's capable of just one wrong thing that you don't pay attention all of a sudden you are the last person to know exactly what to do mm. you get what i'm saying gotcha. so i can say and me i i'm not a fan of the news you know what i'm saying i don't really watch the news but i feel like it keeps me up to date like bro i'm just if you look at my youtube it's just all about just learning exactly what's going on why is this war happening why is everybody just why is everything going so insane and crazy right. you know right. what i mean so can that get overwhelming though? Like how it can, yeah, it can. It can uh, most definitely cause you to stress a lot more and worry about everything. <laughs> hey, but we were just out here sitting over here, like, yo, uh, you hear what Putin, Putin yeah. just said? That brother Putin, yeah, <laughs> that brother Putin, a little wild. And you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, yeah. it can most definitely can stress you out because you have yep. your brain starts to function so many different things and play a lot of images in your head and think. Uh, I'll think what could actually happen. Mm, you know what I'm saying? You start to put the yeah. You could be like, oh, they haven't really acted out mm-hmm. and happened. Yet. Yeah, so you could be like, man, what if this happens? Oh, Worst I mean. case scenarios too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like right. you you distract yourself so much of that, and it's like I can yeah, you know what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, I feel like although the news portrays what they want you to hear, right. which is like you know sometimes a bad thing, right. but all at the same time, I feel like it's a good thing that we should hear things like this is happening to know exactly how could it affect us. Mm. Whether you think it may not affect you now, 
right in the long Versus term it will being like clueless as to what's happening exactly it's um uh, you know uh, i i one irony that there is an irony that i do want to highlight even though it might sound like i'm contradicting myself by mm. saying it contrasting what's happening in the muslim lands yeah i'm seeing the civilians arm themselves mm. i'm seeing the civilians take stand because what they're being occupied mm-hmm. they're wanting to def- they wanting to protect their sovereign land their yeah. country and we are in there <laughs> oh my god look at this hero Look at this mm. hero, and it, it just, it's just interesting how when it's perceived a Muslim, mm-hmm. the narrative is completely skewed. Like the Muslim does not get any benefit of the mm-hmm. doubt. There's no uh, humanity yeah. in that. There's no uh, a virtue in anything associated with the Muslim. Yeah. But when it's the European man, what what is then? And right now, wallahi, I'm saying this, I 100% sympathize what's going on. I actually said in the beginning, what? Mm-hmm. It's a distasteful when I see these tweets, yeah. people jumping on to uh, let on the rage. How about the Muslim? I'm like, it's a little bit distasteful because I'm like, brother, there are people, uh, not right now. You know what I'm saying? But I, th- you could argue completely against me and I, and I can, I can yeah. capitulate and be like, yo, no, you, like, you have a point. To what Idris is saying, bro, I'm be honest with you. Like, I commend them for fighting for what they believe in. You know what I'm saying? And I their country, their country, they fighting for what they believe in. You Look, know what I'm bro, saying? I don't care where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's not to like discredit them for what they're doing. Yeah. But at the same time, is how the media portrays the them. Media. So it's not blaming them. It's blaming what they're the doing. Yeah, yeah. It's how. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the, it's exactly the, how the narrative. The, the narrative and how the media portrays when. Us Muslims, we do it. We're looked at as, oh, these guys are bombardic. They're uh, terrorists and stuff like that. And then right. I, I can agree to him because it's so like insane. <laughs> how the nar- how it's like this. There will be a time where they're going to snip up yeah. the media, yeah, and they're going to contrast the Ukraine coverage with all these other occupation coverages of that has happened in the Muslim mm-hmm. lands, and they're going to compare and contrast, and you're going to see how. The, the narrative is completely skewed. Yeah. But well, I, have to, I give them the benefit of the doubt. But all, all I'm saying is that when you, when you think about like consuming media, I, I definitely agree, Abdi. It can get overwhelming. It can get mm-hmm. it can get nerve wracking and and just stressful. Yeah. And I think there is a balance uh, uh, to that. But yeah, I think it was just only right to talk a little bit about what's happening in Ukraine and, yeah. and raising awareness to what what's happening on that on the ground there. But I believe today's discussion is a lot uh, a lot different than yeah. what we started with. Um, it's the topic of rejection, mm-hmm. and I know we were bouncing off ideas. We have a whole spreadsheet of all these different topics. Yeah, a lot of them influenced by you guys, and a lot of that come up from our own conversations. Mm-hmm. And you chose this topic the topic yeah. of rejection and failure yeah. as a good discussion to have between me and you just vibing mm-hmm. now why was that a discussion that you wanted to have what what is it about uh this topic that was like hmm this is something i want to talk about today i'm talking about i mean honestly wallah i felt like a good topic to talk about uh rejection and like failures because like coming off the uh recent podcast that i was in not the one you did solo but right. the other one where we talked about transitioning, the, yeah, transitioning and stuff like that and growing up and stuff like that mm. but a lot of people don't really discuss exactly inside that journey of just dealing with so many type of rejections when it comes to either family mm. uh relationship school work or whatever it is that you're you know that you're chasing Right. And also just being afraid to fail. And I feel like that's something that like was kind of like that a lot of people don't really hint out and talk about. Mm, the you know fear what I'm saying? of failure. Yeah, the fear of failure and just 
dealing with rejection because I lo- I think a lot of people don't know how to deal deal with rejection. I just think they just you know it depends on the per- I, like it, it depends on the person you are exactly right. on how you deal with rejection. Right. But I f- feel like a lot of people I myself don't even know how to technically deal with the actual rejection. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so man, we could just get straight into it, bro. Like, how have you typically interacted with rejection or, or failure? I, uh, and how have you like navigated that? I know I put you right on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> but this is what you said. You said that you don't even know if you're doing it the right way. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I myself don't even know. Like, why if, do you say that? Because it's like, like the idea of like rejection mm-hmm. and like them is like, in my opinion, I feel like it's not like depending on who is it coming from or what is it coming from. Mm, the form is the of form rejection. of it exactly how is how you should react to it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like some people do it to get under your skin. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Or some people, or whatever the uh, the other type of forms that come out probably could be wanting you to feel like you're a failure, like you're not capable of doing what you do. You know, you put your mind to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Being rejected so many times is even with uh racism, honestly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, a form of rejection. Yeah, it's a form of re- like you know what I'm saying. Some people not like accepting you for who you are. Mm. You know what I'm saying Of your skin color Or even the way you talk so, You know what I'm saying So it's yeah. like There's so many Like ways that rejection Comes out Like it's so like To me is I feel like rejection Kind of has to do with Like a bunch of Pride for people mm. You feeling like you're Like you're too good For this person Or this thing is too good For you to Want to get it mm. You know what I mean I, I mean I get exactly What you mean When you talk about Rejection and I think our egos uh, we don't want to be rejected. We yeah. don't we don't want to be pushed away and seen as less than. Yeah. And that's how we perceive it oftentimes. But I'm curious, bro, like when we before we get into like cuz I feel like rejection and the fear of failure is so vast in terms of the different kinds. Yeah. And I think discussing it is kind of like nuanced, right? Cuz mm-hmm. we talk about it one way. Yeah. We may be saying it in this context and it will apply to another context as a much bigger, right? So maybe we can talk about just one by one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a common form of rejection that we can start with and discuss maybe from our own experience if we've experienced it or how it's typically uh, uh, perceived, right? So what is a common form of rejection that it, often us youth, brothers and sisters, we face? Um, I'll say I face. can speak for people that live in Washington. There's one one thing that I can say. Okay, go ahead. Um, UW. Okay, so... University of Washington, this is a prestigious mm-hmm. university that many people, they flock to. It's you the biggest university Yeah, here. and it's like people, like not to like discredit people that go to UW Tacoma or UW Bothell. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But the one that's really, it's UW Seattle. The main campus. The, yeah. the main campus. The right. one that's like, the, you know, they say the big dog, you know? Right, right. I feel like a lot of people are hesitant mm. to apply to it just because of the fact of just what it what it requires of you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? To write this, like, I don't know how many pages so you got to write. Right. Uh, have this, like, perfect, demog- uh, not demographic, but, like, have this perfect image. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And your grades and uh, what's it called? SATs or uh, All these criteria. Oh, all these criteria, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I just lifted off for them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, all these stuff that they want you to have Extra the criteria exactly all these things i feel like it's like um a thing that like you feel hesitant about and you're like mm. Mm, if i apply i know i'm gonna get rejected 
So you don't even get the application in. Yeah, you don't even do it just because of the fact you're like, mm, my grade is like a 3.2. I don't think I could really, you know, they, Bro, they would accept brother, me. A 3.2, you you got to apply there. You know what I'm saying? I was applying with a 2.3.57. Come on. <laughs> you got to have but some I, more confidence. I, I'll be honest yourself. with you, but I feel yeah. like it's because they require so much more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could be this 4.0 kid. Right. And just only strictly school, but don't have the extra, uh, like, you know, you're not out there publicly. You're not doing this type right. of things and stuff like that. They'd be like, oh, no, we don't want you because right. of that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that could just do so much, like, mentally, it messages you so much. You're like, dang, if I ain't good enough for this school, what am I good for? So you start equate your worth mm-hmm. and your value exactly. on this metric of whether or not you get into this school. This is interesting because this is a discussion that we had, Abdul Karim, a little bit of. And this is another angle of that discussion. Mm-hmm. Now, when I think about this subject, Abdi, me and you both, we applied to different colleges and <laughs> uh, UW is definitely one that we didn't get in. Yeah. Um, did you apply to UW? Nope. So you didn't even put the application in. Nope. Listen, brother, I put the application in. Okay. Yeah. I tried. Uh, I shot by shot. Yeah. You know, who who's, who made that quote? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yep. Hey, you man. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I didn't, so I didn't brother, want to take that shot. I was shooting shots and I was airballing, but brother, I was shooting. <laughs> but I'm still doing this. Uh-huh. And, you know, alhamdulillah, I think, uh, I think when, this is a, this is an interesting conversation. This is a very interesting conversation. I, I think this all comes down to like self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And a strong sense of self-esteem and self-worth. I mean, seeing yourself as capable. I think. I think, for one, mm-hmm. looking at the admission requirements, seeing okay, my do I ha- do I meet the criteria? If you meet the criteria, brother, get the application in. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't, brother, just you know, shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but Abdi, like, for someone who meets the criteria, or maybe they're close to the criteria and they don't apply. Yeah. What is the mindset? Well, what is holding them back? Why would that? Why? Why wouldn't they at least give a shot at themselves? I mean, for me, I'll give you an example. You know what I'm saying? I had a decent, you can say, GPA. You know, uh-huh. uh, not the best SAT, but I, I was okay. You know? Oh, brother, my SAT. Oh, you know brother, it was rough. But go ahead. Yeah, but you know, let's just say mine wasn't. Like I, 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 I didn't, didn't even try. Yeah, I swear, I, I didn't even try. I looked at that. I look. I went to the math section. Mm-hmm. I looked at the people. Uh, looked to my left and my right. I looked at the math, brother. I said B A C D, brother. I was when it, when there was a number <laughs> box area. I yeah. wrote the number eighty six seven point nine, brother. I, I was literally saying, "Let me get out here," because it was so ang- It was not anxiety. I don't want to say mm-hmm. anxiety inducing. Yeah, because I'm that's not something. It was just stressful. Mm-hmm. And it just you know, but yeah. So you said you didn't have a great SAT, mm-hmm. higher. And me, in, in my mind, I was like, you know what? If I applied to this school, higher. right, I'm gonna just look like a fool for not getting in. Mm. To who? Myself. Mm. This is like I was talking to myself. I was like, man, you apply to this school, they just going straight up just say, no, nah, we don't want you. Mm. It's like, so why did I waste all my time writing this beautiful essay? <laughs> So you already had the essay in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Writing this beautiful essay, telling you about my life, what mm. I what I went through, mm. sharing my secrets right. with you just for right. you to be like, ah, nah, we don't want you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I just felt like that was just a waste of time for me. I'm like, I had to prove something to you to yeah. tell you, hey, I am begging you. Mm. Let me come to the school. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You go through. I don't even think they read that. They just... Uh, uh, Mm, 
nah, I mean, uh, you know, mm. I feel like they do that, but they make you do so much things just for you to be like, yeah, GPA ain't probably matching what you look like, what's your, your story, you know, or whatever it is that they do. But I feel like, to me, it was just, I, I just didn't want to go through that. Can I, can I say something? Mm. And, and hear me out on this. Oh, yeah. If you're not willing to knock on the door, mm-hmm. you know, you always said this to me, closed mouth don't get fed. In line. So if you're not willing to knock on the door of any successful opportunity, any if you're not willing to stand in front of the door mm-hmm. and knock on that door, ring that bell, put the effort to do that, can we expect one to just open for us? Mm-hmm. That's my question. Mm, no. You can't, right? And yeah, I, and you, I you can't expect somebody to open the door if you won't. You know what I'm saying? If you're if not you're willing knocking. to knock, if yeah. you're not willing to put the effort. And I think it starts with having a little bit of belief in yourself, but why don't we have that belief in ourselves to give our sh- give our Cause, give ourselves a shot? Because the fear of just getting rejected, I feel like. Because mm. people don't understand what rejection does to somebody. What does it do to somebody? It make you. How do I say this? If you get rejected, oh, yeah? like often and often and often, right? Then your mind will tell you go for less, less, and less. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Then you won't feel like you can climb the mountain to go to the top. Cause you always be be striving for the less. So it's like a self preservation. Exactly. You put you put your you put your bar at just being okay with everything. Mm. You don't want more. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know so exactly I, what you're saying. So it's like the more you get rejected. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm like the more you just you're good with settling for less. Mm. You settle for like just you're good for whatever it is that you get. Is that always true? In my opinion, yeah. Okay. So then, is rejection inherently a bad thing? Yeah. It, uh, That's what I'm saying. Now I'm rephrasing. I mean, no, no. So here's the thing. Rejection depends on what you're getting rejected from. Okay. That university, is that a bad thing? No. Why? Because UW don't need me and I don't need them. <laughs> okay, brother. That, that, okay, I hear what you're saying on that. Yeah. But when I, when I, when I, the reason why I rephrase it like this is because... Cause look, let me. Yes, I'll, ahead, I'll give you like a perfect example, right? Okay. Let's say I did apply to UW. Okay. All right. All right. Now, this is the, the this is what UW does, in my opinion. Not the best UW, but a great school. Hey. All right. But go Huskies. Yeah, this guy's a Husky. Come on now. Hey, but here you go. Um, let me just put it out for you like this. All right. All right. <clears throat> I applied for UW Seattle. Okay. Boom. Now, let's say, magically. I get in. Oh, yeah? Right? Now, I go to UW. On top of that, now, I have to fight for me to get into my major. Okay. That's an interesting conversation that we can have. Okay. You know? Right. It's like, now, you made me do all this stress about this paper, all this stuff. On right. top of that, I go for two years. I'm vibing. Now, the next two years, I'm just scratching my head like, ooh, how am I going to get in? How am I going to... Now, now you want me to continue to keep fighting for something. The application. Application of just even that being said, mm, we don't want you to be in the major. Right. Because you're battling not only yourself, your peers. Right. Your classmates that you've been going to school with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, now that could... competitive. Exactly. Now it's so competitive for you. But right. it could be a good thing. Okay. That competitiveness, it could be a good thing. Not going to say it's not. Okay. It could be because it, it could strive you to want more. Okay. But I can also it can I can also it can mentally drown you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How so? How so? Just the fact of let's say 
if you did allow somebody to get in that you knew mm-hmm. that you guys were close and stuff like that. Like now, me and you. Yeah. Me like, let's say me and you wanted to be an IT thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You and I would be some great students. Yeah. A, do everything we need to do. Mm. We study together, do this. Boom. Now you get in, I don't. Mm. How do you think my mind would feel? That I'm not, I'm not, I'm not salty, good. Salty, brother, salty. Yeah, salty. You better hide that saltiness. You know what I'm you saying? Better, you better celebrate your boy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, honestly though, but I, I no, would feel like, like capping. I'd feel like, damn. Naturally. Exactly. Naturally. I'd feel like I'm not good enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? While some other schools, they'll accept you for who you are. Okay. As soon as you get in, Bata, did you compete with anybody? No. Huh? No, alhamdulillah. Exactly. So why does UW Seattle make me compete for my major that I... One. It depends on the major. Brother, education, they welcome you. Say, a black brother, they see you try to get an education. Brother, welcome. You apply to medicine, brother, uh, <laughs> there's a little line at the door, brother. Exactly. There's a line at the door. <laughs> uh, computer science, brother, the line is on the second block to the left. Exactly. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. That is the absolute truth. And I think that also divides into the school. But at the same time, what's that quote? Anything, actually, I don't want to make that quote because that quote is going to be corny. I was going to say anything worth having mm-hmm. is worth working hard for, but that's not always necessarily true. Yeah. Maybe that thing that you're working hard for is not maybe the best option for you. And Allah is directing you towards a better path. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I don't think inherently that a school being competitive or a program being more competitive and having less people uh, like a like a low funnel of acceptance rate, mm-hmm. I don't think that's inherently a bad thing because. If I was to say that, then I would be arguing that, you know, they should be more letting more people in. And that would kind of take away from the esteem of being a University of Washington graduate. Yeah. And naturally, you already have a limited seats of people coming to the school. Yeah. About that. You have a you have a limited amount of people who can actually enroll in the classrooms. Mm -hmm. So they are limited. There are literally objective uh, 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 limitations, but those, the, I, in my opinion, UW classes don't see UW Seattle don't have limit. Do you have two hundred people in one class? I remember they, a brother they, told me big, big, a brother yeah. told me that a teacher right. calls me a number. See, yeah, it, see, that's why a lot of people like when you mentioned UW Tacoma and Bath. I was letting you finish the point, but I wanted to say that Abdi, it was the fact that UW and Bath. At the end of the day, you are a UW graduate. Yeah, no. it's like a branch that branches off. So what I'm saying is like people prefer your diploma. At the end of this, is UW exactly. And a perf- a person who prefers to go to a smaller campus mm-hmm. like Bath or Tacoma. Yeah, a smaller uh, uh like it's an offset. These are have smaller classrooms, right? So I know people mm-hmm. who actually went from UW Seattle mm-hmm. who actually transferred over to these smaller schools, yeah. right? And my homies did did to that. But I, I think another thing that I wanted to dissect, Abdi, was this idea of if you get rejected, you start to think that like I'm worthy of less and less because yeah. you've been rejected so many times. It's like you've knocked at that door and you had it slammed in mm-hmm. your face over and over. Now you're just willing to look at abandoned doors and just get in. Like, <laughs> now you look at the, uh, Let's the, just see what it takes me. <laughs> You look at that uh, busting down the uh, broken down homes. Yeah, you just, let me see where it takes me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I do hear you. I, I think my only point is that the anecdote to this, to this issue, the anecdote to what seemingly would be, you know, more rejection, less value of yeah. the perceived value of self mm-hmm. is this idea of resilience. Mm. I think we feel that we should be entitled to people accepting us welcoming us mm. allowing us to take over or be entitled to whatever opportunity arises yeah but 
you know, honestly, we live in a world where that's not the case. Yeah, but I, I can also say, um, well, lie, like, honestly, like, sometimes people got to understand, bro, is if you're getting rejected, mm-hmm. that just means that that thing wasn't good for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're like, yeah. some people like think, oh, the more I get, yes, you know what I'm saying? Then you, your brain starts to say, I'm going to settle for less and what less can afford me is good enough for me. Right. No, that's not how you should put your mind. Mm. I feel like that's what I, like, you know what I'm saying? Me, I don't know how well I do with it, but I feel like me, whenever I do get rejected and it's like that, I just think, oh, God just doesn't want me to do this at the mm. time. Exactly. This ain't his plan for me. Exactly. It wasn't his plan. It wasn't written for me. You know? So that's what people I feel like gotta defer and be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Even with relationships. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Before before we get into it, because I yeah. think relationships is an excellent uh, direction of this. Yeah. You know, talk yak. We need a trademark. We have a whole section for yeah. relationships, brother. You know, we always talk about relationships <laughs> in this in this environment. The yeah. vibe is too good not to talk about relationships. Yeah. But um yeah, bro, most definitely. I want to get into this part, Abdi, is this idea of like your standards lower. Mm-hmm. I think that there is a flaw in this in this point because you may become more emboldened. Yeah. I think there are, if you are willing to continue to knock, mm-hmm. that door that will open for yeah. you, that you'll say, alhamdulillah, that it was this door that opened instead of all those other doors. Mm. And you're, you were shown what you were really worth. Yeah. You were not... You were worth more than what you thought you were. You mm-hmm. were underselling yourself. And I think you have to have that strong sense of uh, not self. I think we can get into this thing of like ego and self-absorption. Yeah. No, and conceit. I think, no, this is confidence. This is self-esteem, security in oneself where you mm-hmm. feel you are worth, inshallah, the goodness that yeah. comes towards your direction. And I think underselling yourself is so dangerous. You know, I think that people will give you often mm-hmm. what you think. Or how you carry yourself, bro. Mm. Like, you know yeah. what's crazy, Dries? Yeah. You are a very beautiful example of, like, what's it called? Dealing with rejection. Brother. Well, like, when it comes to you, <laughs> Brother, tell them how I am just rejection-filled. No, no, ahead, no, 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 no. Like, 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 when we were uh, going to high school, what's yeah, yeah, it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you applied for UW. Sah, UW Sah. Seattle. Yeah. And look at you now. You're about to be a graduate from UW. Alhamdulillah. You know what I'm saying? That is that is true. Exactly. Like it's yeah. like you not allowing yourself to feel like, hey, I'm gonna settle for less. No, you said no, I'm gonna work my butt I'm off a, and I'm gonna show you what I'm, I'm a, capable I'm of a doing. Sneak through the back door. That's exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the alley, the alley's open. You, this front door may not be open, but the back door is. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, that's exactly the truth. I took those two years, yeah. uh, those two years AA program. I graduated mm-hmm. at Bellevue College and I got my AA. And then Alhamdulillah, I applied and my GPA was a lot better. Yeah. And I was able to get in. And and here's the thing, and also it was a good thing for me, Abdi, because yeah. for what my financial aid was acting up. Mm-hmm. So if I was at UW, they would have been charging me up the yin yang. And not only that, I was struggling. I failed some college classes that I had to retake. Mm-hmm. That would have been a huge issue at UW. I was not sure of what path I wanted to take. I was doing a lot of testing the waters in exactly. terms of majors. And I think the fact that I went to a community college gave me a lot of leg room where mm-hmm. I was able to explore, walk around, uh, you have a good See time. See what's best for you. I was yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I think Alhamdulillah that's an example of like you said, Abdi, it's like it didn't work out, but you're able to find a, a, another way. And exactly. I think another part was the expectation from the family that I have and Alhamdulillah and Seeing my cousins, I'm gonna give a shout out to all the uh, the Abdullahi girls. You know what I'm saying? Hey. And also the brothers. 
they they going to their graduations. Mm-hmm. I have cousins that are mashallah. They were the examples for us. Yeah, mashallah. They were the examples for us that although we're years apart, seeing them going to their graduation every summer back to back, I was going to UW. It literally in front of me. What does that do? Mm. What does that do when you go to a field and you hear your cousins? name gets screamed and your whole family is shaking the floor and they're mm-hmm. saying uh for example naima idris mm-hmm. right when they're saying them and what's the last name idris that you hear yeah what does that do to you i'm about to hear idris you. idris that's what you think so it's like when you have that environment the expectation yeah. is cultivated that sense of if she's worth that and she was able to get that why am i not worth that mm-hmm. and i think when you have that environment so that was a i i Bro, I'm be honest with you. I was talking to somebody and I said, it's hard for me to feel achieved than anything. Bro, wallahi, I'm being honest with you. This mm-hmm. is actually a very real thing that I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm. I struggle to feel achieved. Well, this, why is that? Because, and is I it swear. because you've seen it so many times? Not that I've seen it so many times, but it's because I know that it isn't inherently from anything that I've done. Mm. It was because if Wallahi, it feels like the circumstances was too perfect that I was able to be in the position I am, and so many other people did not have that circumstance, and they struggled. Yeah, and here I am. I have every single. I'm not gonna be those guys who's gonna give a speech and be like, I was from this, this, I'm from the gutter, I'm from this, yeah. I slept on a mattress and all that. I'm from the hardwood. I'm not gonna say that to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Mm. I had it set compared to I could complain and that's what a lot of people do I could complain yeah but complain don't take you nowhere it don't take you nowhere but it also doesn't it fails to acknowledge what got you here Mm -hmm. the people you need to thank how many people I have to thank that because of the examples they set Mm -hmm. how many uncles that I have my parents that I have my aunts that I have my friends that I have that I've seen and I witnessed Mm. do things or they gave me talks or they were there for me or I was in the perfect place in the right time and the yeah. qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so it's like I can't say that I did this on my own I did it brother no, no I didn't so it's hard it for is true to, what they say it takes a community to raise a man or a young man yeah it takes a village to raise a child yeah that is that is well I, that is the truth but like I was saying I think uh, I think like one like one thing that I, I was listening to a podcast mm-hmm. and what it was saying was like I always hear this guy talk about it. it's the School of Greatness podcast, mm. and they talk they talk about a lot of things. And they have like psychologists come, they have health experts, they have fitness experts, they have wellness coaches, all this different stuff. Yeah, athletes, all this stuff. And one thing that a constant theme that comes up is the theme of "I am worthy." Mm. I am worthy. And that, that's a theme that comes up in every conversation in relationships, mm-hmm. in ambitions, in career, in income. Yeah. And I'm being in, I'm hearing this stuff all the time. This topic of I am worthy. But mm. when you don't feel you're worthy, yeah. bro, what are you going to feel motivated to strive? What are you going to be like? Nothing. How's your life going to play out like if you don't feel like you're worthy? You settle for less. So, boom, you settle for less. You don't try. You don't give your best foot forward. You, mm-hmm. don't, you don't take a shot. You're afraid of failure. I even think you said this to me one time. You said, Idris, I, I don't know if it was when we were forming this podcast or what we were doing, but and I, but I always remember it. You said, Idris, one thing I realized about you, I said, what do you realize? You said, you're not afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Everything that I've done, 
it's like the not and I don't think it's not I'm not afraid to fail. It's I am afraid to fail, but I'm not willing to not try because of that fear. Mm. I'm not willing the thought of success I focus on that. Yeah, like, like what if I like I feel like the one thing that people underestimate too is like how do I say? Um it's like when you fail you always find another way. Mm. There is always another yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, all right, this is not the way I'm supposed to go, but I feel like there's other opportunities that are open for me yeah. that I feel like that would lead me to where I want to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like for instance, like if I give you an example is what's it called? UW. When you applied, they said no. You went to Bellevue, graduated, now you go to UW. Right. You know what I'm saying? You found what's it's best for you. Exactly. Yeah. You right. found the the right path for you where now you've grown and matured and now you're a father about to graduate this year, inshallah. And there's so many like you know what I'm saying, ways of just like even with life the way it is, you know what I'm right. saying? If you feel like the you're being pushed behind your back and you don't know what exactly you could do, but there's always another way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just having that idea of just saying, all right, I'm, I myself would not allow myself to s settle for less and I know that I'm capable of doing this, but I have to find another way for me to get to where I want to be. Boom. You said it perfectly. I think a lot of us, we think about everyone else telling us the, the possibilities of closed doors in front of yeah. us. I think we should be more worried about the ourselves being too hesitant to knock on those doors on the first place. Mm -hmm. You are the agent in terms of you are the person who has agency over yourself. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to knock on all those doors. Yeah. That's only one door. Brother, you have two legs. You can knock on the whole neighborhood. Yeah. You can knock on the whole block. You should be only worried about what you're capable of doing yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Let me fill this application. Let me go out every door and let me put my best forward. Let me put my best smile on my face. The mm -hmm. more confidence in front and go and learn and position myself to succeed, inshallah. Yeah. I think when you let yourself down, mm -hmm. that is more important. When you yeah. let yourself down versus someone else letting you down. I don't think someone else can let you down, really. No. I feel like you yourself can only let yourself down. Because you're in control of what exactly you want. Right. You know what I'm saying? SubhanAllah. But hey, bro, I definitely I mean, want to... Yeah. I don't want to say you're in control of what you... Uh, you are in control of what you want, but the way of you getting there is just a lot, you know? Your response. Yeah. Your response. But I think another point that I want to... That we could jump into, Abdi, is the uh, <laughs> the idea of relationships. Yeah. We wouldn't be talking haq without talking about relationships. Yeah. What's an example... What's to talk about? Let's jump in straight into this, bro. It's like re rejection and relationships. Mm-hmm. Man, like, what's an example of that, right? And how do we typically respond to those situations? I feel like it's practically the same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see a bad, you know, Halima, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or Samaya or, or whatever, you know, Mariam the name could or be. Or a, a nice Muslim, beautiful woman. Allah. There you go. Allah. Right? Let's just say that. You know what I'm saying? You just find her so attractive and stuff like that. Whether, you know, you decide to say, you know, I'm going to go up to her and, you know, introduce myself and say, hey, salam alaikum, or her brother, whatever it is, the way you want to do it. I can't control how you want to do it. It's between you and Allah. I'm going to just say that right now. Hold on, hold on. Reverse, bro. My mind went blank. You said what? I cannot control how you approach whatever the woman that you want. You know what I'm saying? You yourself can only approach that person. You know what I'm saying? I can only give you an advice. That's the best thing I can do, you know? But let's just say... You see this bad, you know, person, and you're like, mm, she, she's fine, right? Yeah. Now, lower the gaze, brother. Let's just say, you we know, we ain't lowering the gaze. Yeah, you know, let's just we, say, we try to get the father's number. No, it's right? just you can see the face. 
There, there, there's let's That's just say all you, you gotta do. Yeah, you're attracted to her face. You're, you're like, mm, like she, she is fine. Hayya. Let's just say that, all right? Mashallah. Now, you going up to her, or you introducing yourself, or having somebody introduce you to whatever it is the way the outcome may be. All right? If she says no, I feel like you would feel like okay, boom. I feel like not only would it teach you certain things, but I feel like you would also. It would teach you a way to look like you allow yourself to l- lower your standards. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like rejection. Similar to the university. Yeah, it's the same thing. I feel like that's why I said. I feel like it just, with the, the way it is, it's just a lot, like the more it is that it happens to you or the more, let's say you are in a relationship, mm. right? Whether it's halal or haram, because me and you had a discussion about something that hopefully you could bring it up later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That when the, what was it? Do you, I think you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm not 100% sure. I, but, the yeah. the comment, the comment of when Sheikh Fouad said something and then the first comment you were telling me about. Go ahead. We can open it up. Oh, okay. Yep. I'll, I'll bring it up. But like, let's just say the more it happens to you and the more like, you know what I'm saying? Or even when you are in a relationship, like I was saying, okay. like that idea of that person, like you feeling like, mm, like, they said no to me. Oh, so what's wrong with me? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. You start taking. You start feeling. You start taking it personal. Yeah, you start taking it personal. You just like okay. They rejected me. Something's wrong inherently with me now. Yeah, something is wrong with me. Right. Or man, I'm not good enough for this person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So you like mm, okay. Next person I talk to, I don't want them to be as pretty as that because I think they're gonna say no to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? See, that's yeah. the same mentality as before. Yeah. Right. So now you now you start to have like. Okay. You start leaving the suburbs and knocking on those doors. You start knocking on the ghettos. Yeah. So now you start going down and down. And at the same yeah, there time. There might be some jewels in the ghettos, though. You never know. Never Property know. value looking good. Hey, in certain places. And every. There's. Everywhere you go, there's somebody meant for you. I some don't know. Fire metaphors today. Allah. Yeah, but, hey, but let's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, somebody needs to write this down. Hey, but all I'm just saying is just uh-huh. the fact of just that idea of just being rejected by somebody you think that you're good for. And here's something mm-hmm. that I would say. Hiya. You know, if that person that rejects you and you think that they're good for you, that just means that they're not meant for you. Mm. I feel like a lot of people got to understand that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I, because Lord knows what I was into. Mm. Oh my God. You I felt into- like. Yes. Yeah. I ain't going, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to hold it back and just right. be like, oh, no, that didn't happen to me. I feel like I was in that situation where I was dealing with a person where I thought they were good for me. Mm. But in our reality, they really wasn't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They didn't serve was like, and it's not their fault. That's right. what people got to understand. I can't blame that person for them not being good for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just who they are. Mm. And that just means that our paths are just meant to learn from each other and move on to see somebody else that's probably better for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's how it is. I feel like that's what a lot of people got to look at as if now, if this person isn't treating me the way I want him to treat me or if this person isn't doing what I feel like, you know, is uh, like a certain agreement to each other of feeling comfortable. Then we're not meant for each yeah, other. Yeah, but then the, the people, a lot of people like to blame that person. Okay, that's an excellent point. Like when somebody rejects us or a relationship goes west, yeah. south, is that south? Is that where we're going? North, south? west, south, east, east whatever I, it is. There you go. Goes the complete opera direction that you want to go to. Boom. So when you see that circumstance what ends up happening, you, you see that bitterness. Yeah. You see people trying to 
because they're trying to protect their self, their mm-hmm. ego. Yeah. I'm reading this book by Ryan Holiday called The Ego. Uh, the Ego is the Enemy. Yeah. I believe that's what it's called. And I'm only on the second chapter. So far, pretty fire. And it's talking about the ego. Like, how mm-hmm. many times have relationships ended because of ego? Yeah. How many times have we cut off people because of ego? How many divorces have happened because of ego? How many drama has started because of ego? Yeah. This self-preservation, the fighting over what? Mm-hmm. So, the ego is something that's very, very interesting to look into. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I want you to continue. But, definitely, I, I, I want to highlight that part. When we get absorbed with our egos and somebody rejects us, yeah. something goes contrary. We take it personal, and then what happens? We get defensive. Yeah, exactly. We get defensive and we start to bash them. But a lot of people, I right, bro, I had to understand. It's not, it's not your fault. It ain't your fault that you ain't meant for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't change that. I can't change it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't change myself, and that's what a lot of people do wrong. Change yourself. You change yourself to accommodate Ooh. what they want from you. Abdi, you just said something, brother. You know what I'm saying? Lord knows you just said something. And I feel like that's that. I swear to God, bro. That was. When you, there's an extreme. Yeah. When you get rejected, you feel like I'm not worthy. I'm going to move on to what's next. Or you change yourself. That's another part, bro. Yeah. Like for me, I never, and this is what I, this is my mindset going on. I never want to be in a relationship with a sister where she feels like I'm being changed because of him. Mm. Or he's making me behave a certain way. Yeah. The minute I'm doing that, sister, salam alaikum alaikum salam. I never want you to not feel comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Bro, I never I would never want that. Yeah. I would never I would I wouldn't want that for myself. I don't exactly. want to be in a relationship. The day that I have to change myself for you, that's when And I think there's different lost. Yeah. And I think when people think about like real like a life partner when you talk about marriage or something like that. There's things that you do change, like no. behavior changes. Oh, close this toilet seat, close the cabinet. Let me tell you this, though. And marriage is different. I don't think marriage, you change your personality, you change yourself from how you used to be. No. It's, um, you and I, you used to tell me this, um, what was it? Compromise. Right, I told you a lot of things. Compromising. Compromise, yep. When two people compromise to do what's better for both of them, then right. I can agree. I think, exactly. But when you have a self-individual where you say, right. I am changing myself for you to be better. Right. No. Exactly. I think there's- Go th- kick rocks. I think compromise is more so consent. Yeah. It's like, I, I, this relationships matter to me. Yeah. It matters to you. Well, what is bothering you? What is bothering me? Mm-hmm. Is this something we can work out yeah. for the sake of this relationship? Okay, let's work it out. And I think there's a, another side to that where it's like a quote-unquote, like th- this term is l- thrown around, like I am losing myself. Yeah. Right? I am I am losing my... And this oftentimes you see this happening uh, to please this per- partner. Yeah. The guy can be doing it for the girl. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not spending time with the guys. I'm not spending time, uh, you know, obviously you should spend time with your woman, but... Spending time with brother. Mm-hmm. They say knives sharpen knives. You gotta st- you gotta spend time with brothers and stuff like that. Yeah. But brothers they start spending time, they they too you know, and I think they themselves change themselves to accommodate what the woman exactly. needs. Exactly. And at the end of the day, what ends up happening, I if you know if it's not con- con- consensual compromise, yeah, it is uh forced capitulation where mm-hmm. you're surrendering. When you surrender yeah. to the person, right? Then when it's happy, you feel defeated. Mm-hmm. You feel not accepted for who you are. And that's why my mindset is like, if I'm looking at a sister, I'm not going to tell you what I'm looking for. Let me, who are you first? Mm-hmm. Because if I start telling you what I'm looking for, 
then you start to accommodate to that. And now you are you looking at me? I want that guy. Subconsciously, what she's gonna put on a cloak. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame her because that's the reflex of the human being, Mm. right? She's not. This is not a malicious human being. Now I'm just watching. Is this already a sister who carries herself in a way that I find pleasing? Does she talk in a certain way that I already find pleasing? Da da da. Boom, then now I'm interested. Mm-hmm. And I think that, but when you, like, I, I just, I feel like we're extending this point longer than it yeah. needs to be. But this is so important. A lot of people are looking to get in relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, be ready to compromise in a relationship. Be ready to change certain behaviors because mm-hmm. maybe you talk a certain tone or you do things a certain way and you need to maybe develop into a more holistic person. But when there's a a, a, a clash in values yeah. or, or, or 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 tendencies that mm-hmm. are your natural personality and the person doesn't accept it, mm-hmm. that is tough. That is tough. And what's tougher is the person who actually ends up, uh, uh, you know, taking the back foot. Yeah. But it is okay if you're willing. If it's something that you're willing to let go of, and this is something that doesn't cause you massive distress. I don't think you should do point blank period from no, the no, moment. no. What I'm saying is the sense uh. of compromise. Oh, when you co- see compromising is a different thing, right? You know what I'm saying? I feel like compromising is like you're doing something to make it work, right? You know exactly. what I'm saying? To make the engine move, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. But when you're the only one changing, then what ends up happening? You start feeling like yo, every argument. It's me saying I'm sorry. Yeah. It's me apologizing for something about me. Yeah. That is exhausting. Brother, Brother that is yeah, exa- if exactly. I'm, if I'm coming to you and I'm apologizing, yeah. Bec- then it means like this is not working. Mm-hmm. If I'm then that means something is wrong with me. Yeah. And there's nothing you know, there's nothing wrong with yeah. you inherently because this person chose to be in a relationship with you. It's the dynamic is not working. Yeah. But here's the thing though. Right. My when I say that, like when I say that, I feel like as a person, you should understand that if that is and it doesn't work and you feel like you are like you are changing yourself. Right. It is OK to let that person go. Yeah. I that is one thing that people fear of letting go. Yeah, that, that the fear of letting go and losing and feeling like, oh, damn, some like now I'm a I'm just a reject. Like it, it didn't mm, work out and stuff like that. A failure. You know what I'm saying? It's having that mindset of just understanding that, hey, if. If something that you think, like, if the person did not meet your meet your criterias, right, and meet what exactly you wanted from them, and how good they made you feel wasn't good enough, it is not their fault that they didn't make you do that. It's because their accommodation and your accommodation did not go together. They didn't sync. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was gas and water. You try to put it together, ain't nothing working. It ain't mixing. It's just it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that that's why I say a relationship is like a Prius, in my opinion. It's like a Prius, huh? Yeah. There's the energy and there's the gas. Mm. They work together. They work together. You know what I'm saying? And you know, that's another part uh, that I want to address. I'll do that part. Address that part. When you say that, they work together. I think oftentimes we look for relationships to fulfill something in us. Yeah. And I think it's because something's not working on our end. Mm-hmm. And we're looking for something. But to I'm gasoline. I can work in a car. Mm-hmm. Your energy, you can work on your car. Mm-hmm. Let's come together. Let's make a hybrid. Boom. You see what I'm saying? But I think when we go into a relationship and we like we are, we haven't worked that out. Yeah. Then we're looking to get something from that person to fulfill us. And I think, I think you can make something beautiful with two people. But if you're not a whole, I'm sorry. 
Mm-hmm. I think if you don't find, like people say, ah, my partner needs to make me happy. No, you yourself gotta make like, that. Yeah, like you. Look if at, I if I'm just supposed to be the guy that's just making you just you know an I, add-on. Right, you're supposed to compliment. I think it's okay to be lonely because yeah. uh, human beings we long for companionship. That's yeah. true. Uh, I'm alhamdulillah. I, when I go places, I look to my left. I look to my. I want someone to celebrate mm-hmm. this with. Any human beings you yeah. want to enjoy those good moments with somebody. It's a yeah. human tendency, but inherently feeling good about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel good about yourself, who's gonna? You expect someone else to change that? Mm. You want someone else to tell you you're beautiful? You want somebody else to admire you? Okay. If you don't admire yourself, if you don't yeah. find that in yourself, then that person you're putting too much pressure on that person. Yeah. You put in too much because the minute, because best believe, it's not gonna always be sunshines and rainbows. And the minute they're not giving you that validation, what you're gonna become crumbling down. And then as you're crumbling down, you're going to point at that person? Exactly. You can't blame that person. But, okay, that was talking about in relationships. But before, I, I want to do this before a relationship, when you are approaching somebody, like mm. we talked about being rejected for your tribe mm. in, uh, in the marriage, uh, in the uh, racism episode. Yeah. That was a great example. Like, or, or, for example, your looks or whatever it is, your money. How tall you are, what, what you bring to the table. All this stuff. You're rejected because of that. Yeah. I think this would be an interesting discussion. If you're rejected because of that, what do you think, Abdi, you should keep fighting? No. Why not? You really I, like I, this I'm, girl? I, I'm being rejected for who I am. Now mm-hmm. you're changing yourself. Yes, okay. and then, nah. Uh-uh-uh. Go gotcha. kick rocks. So something that, what if it's something that you could change? Like what? Let's say... I can't change my skin color. I can't change my <laughs> no, tribe. God, let me give you an example. Let's say she said the maher is 15K. Mm-hmm. Right? And let's say the brother said, Sister, the most you're getting out of brother is $900 and 58 cents. That's the most you're getting right now. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, you know, realistically, let's say you could save up, but she's rejecting you based off of that. Should you be like, okay, you know, I'm going to save up. I'm going to do whatever I can to get this girl. What does that mean? Because you don't have to change something about you. You just have to maybe. What's your reaction to that? <laughs> Straight up, go. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing, Pete. Mm. Cause in my opinion, look, fifteen thousand isn't that much. But if that woman isn't willing to meet you, at a, okay, look, listen, 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 listen to what I'm saying. Abdi, nah, listen, you guys, no, you guys think no. your brother's bougie? No, fifteen k, that's money to me. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying like, it's not something that you can't make up. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I, th- I'm, but I'm saying it's we not, got furniture to pay for, yeah, brother. You, you, yes. There's life that you have to live, and there's so many things that you have to take is care of. Is the mad yes. going to the furniture? Huh? That's the question I'm gonna have. Uh, we no. go, we go. I'm gonna give you the mad, and I'm no. after that we go into. Here's IKEA. the thing: 15k is not an outrageous price. Now, oh, yeah, if you no, said, no, exactly yeah, yeah. Saying, yeah. If you like, it's not okay, outrageous. yeah, okay. Let's just say if she said 30k, let's just keep. Let's just say 30k. All right. Let's say that, and now she's willing to say, if you don't give me this, we ain't getting married. Well, why don't you take yourself somewhere else, then? Brother, before she finished the statement with the period mark, I would have did. I would have been gone. But the thing is, 
Now, if you say, oh, well, what if she hits you with the idea of, oh, you can save it up. Don't you love me? Don't you want to be with me? No, you yourself don't want to be with me because you're putting mm, a restriction. You're putting a monetary restriction on Exactly. Me. You're putting this saying that. A lot of girls, you know, I realize a lot of girls, because we do have a lot of sisters listen to this podcast, mashallah, barakallah. And a lot of these sisters, they get defensive. Mm. And they get defensive because they say, this is our gift. Uh, why are you putting a limit on our gift money? It's they're not. Sa- wait, real quick. They're saying, mm. they're saying, why are you putting a limit on our gift? If there's something we have a right to ask for, and I'm be I'm only saying this because I feel like we are right to uh, defend those even those few people who are or maybe oh. those many people who have the contract. I got view. something to say after this. Go ahead, go ahead. And they feel like, look, you know, we're worth it. Yeah. Uh, and I am not, I'm not taking away from the fact that you're worth everything yeah. that and much more. Yeah. Uh, I honestly think if you're selling yourself 30k, then you're selling yourself way short. But I think it is equating this. Mm-hmm. as a contingency in a relationship or yeah. as a or something that equates to a relationship the mad is is it's not the it's not best buy mm. it's not transactionary this for that this for this that i'm about to get i, I don't see it as that yeah it is a relationship that is being fortified mm-hmm. it's a long-term thing yeah but go ahead Abdi. What, what was the thing that you want to say the thing that i wanted to say Ladies and gentlemen, if that woman is asking you for 30K, she's not a traditional woman. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> mercy. The hat came out the box. I'm the Kareem. I'm being so serious. Talk your hawk got spicy today. No, nah, I am being so serious. I don't think she's a traditional woman. Well, you say that. There's traditional because women who ask for a lot of money. No. <laughs> said no. No. Okay. Cause let me give you a let me give you if they're a traditional woman, then they know their deen. And what does the deen say? Mm. The most simplest meher is the best thing. With it, cause si- simplest you can take it in so many different things. Gotcha. Now, if you're messing with a brother that is rich, that is simple. He can do it. Right. If you're messing with a guy that's making minimum wage and you give him something outrageous, that is not simple. That is hardship for that guy. Sister, if you got an IT tech brother, you better tax that brother. You see, exactly. <laughs> no, to, 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 I'm being the so tech serious. Tech brother's mad right now, but yeah, hey, no, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. being serious. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's depending on who you are messing right, with. Right, 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 right. That is all that I'm saying. You can't hit 30k on a brother that's working at McDonald's. Sister, I'm sister, sorry. when a big balling paycheck come for a big balling brother. Exactly. If you are messing with a big balling brother, then by all means necessary, all means. it is something that's simple brother, for him. I'm rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? It is something that's simple for him. Right. But if you're doing this to a guy who's a, either Uber, like he's I'm he's in school, brother. he's he's in school, he's working so hard, he has a job, he's like trying many to of do us. exactly. He's right. trying to do something that Allah, you know, hopefully can bless him with. Right. Now you hit him with an outrageous number. That is wrong. That is right. not simple. That is outrageous. <laughs> hey, bro. Therefore, that's why I say they're not a traditional traditional woman. Mm. Because they're expecting a traditional man. Hiya. You get what I'm they're saying? Expecting a traditional man who's gonna yeah, who's be. gonna provide, who's gonna do everything that they want for their family. Right. But you yourself ain't traditional and asking outrageous numbers. Mm. What do you expect the brother to say? It's I think it's like uh well, this is a very, very real issue, Abi, that you raise awareness to. And I, I I strongly urge those who are listening, and I don't mean to sound like a politician because yeah. I, I hear exactly what you're saying, Abdul Karim. I want those to be open minded and really hear what's being said. I feel like a lot of us we allow our egos to control us. Yeah. So that when we hear a brother like Abdul Karim said we sp- I'm worth everything and more. 
It's like we're not insulting or taking no, away from your I'm, worth. The people got to understand yes. this. I am not saying that you do not deserve 30K or whatever it is that you want. Abdi, no. Can I play my politician? Abdi, go ahead. Right now, President, I am a politician. President, go ahead. Right now, what we are saying is that you are worth everything more. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, no, but on a serious note. Uh, you are a queen, a diamond. Brother, we ain't that far of a politician. All right, <laughs> never mind. It's like, no, you are, honestly. You know what I'm saying? We're Mashallah. having a good time. This is nighttime mode, so, uh, you know. No, you are our melanin queens. Brother, we have our Arab sisters listening. Oh, and we Arab sisters. Have, I don't Caucasian know. sisters know. listening. Uh, you Everyone are, has melanin in them, though. Yeah, right? some type of melanin. You are just a queen. You have a percentage of melanin in you. There you go. You. You know what I'm saying? No, but uh, uh, in all in all seriousness, I'm trying to bring us back to seriousness in my best capacity. Um, what was I saying, Abdi Karim? You were saying you are worth that and more, but... But, okay, yes. Put your ego aside yeah. and say, what am I asking for? I'm asking for a brother who has these certain qualities. Mm-hmm. What do you think he's looking for? Mm. That's the thing. I think we lack we for people who claim to have empathy. We fail to put ourselves in other people's shoes. Yeah. We say, "I want, I want, I want." Sister, brother, it is fine for you to want. Brother, it is fine for you. To, like for but example, a brother wants a, a young girl. Let's say a brother wants a young sister his age. He wants a sister who has a certain thing and a certain yeah. family, all this stuff. What do you think that sister's looking for? Probably she's yeah. asking for security. She's asking maybe for uh, additional things. Or maybe a brother yeah. who is attractive to her. Yeah. She's asking for She's looking for certain expectations. She's asking for these certain things. Yeah. Likewise, vice versa. It can go on the other side. Put yourself in another position. What is this person looking for? Maybe she's looking for a college-educated brother mm-hmm. who has a degree and she knows that they got to have a, a median income household. Yeah. Right? These are certain expectations. The brother is looking for expectation from a woman. You have to be able to put yourself in that position. Yeah. And I think oftentimes as a youth, oh, I, I, I am worth this. I am worth that. No one's taken away from what you're worth. But think about the other person. What are they maybe asking for? And this is exactly what I'm saying. Please. Vote for <laughs> me 2022. Kim, please look at me straight up. I'm, I'm addressing everybody right now. All right. People of the world, uh, this is what I'm saying. Please listen up. All right. Uh, I am not saying you're not worth 30K mad. And I'm not saying you're not worth 100K. Whatever it is you want. But understand the man that you are dealing with before you ask something. Okay. Be realistic. That, 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 that's that, that, that's all right. that I'm saying. I'm not saying you don't deserve it. If the brother got pockets like that, by all means necessary, just to do what it is you need to do. <laughs> Highway robbery. Exactly. I ain't blaming you. If the guy accepts, that's him. It's on him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. You are not gonna come straight to my face and ask me for thirty k while I work at McDonald's. <laughs> Hold up, brother. You work at McDonald's? I don't work at McDonald's, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? You're hey, not no, gonna no come shame up to on me. a brother with honest yeah. work. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not. You're not gonna come at me and try to rob me for just saying, brother. Oh, I'm getting in debt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going, you ain't a university I'm going to. You ain't a car loan I pay for. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, not Stop. to disrespect anything <laughs> that we just did, but I'm just saying, the, take the word simple and put it into your life and see what exactly is, who is the man and what exactly seen, is he bringing to the table. I've seen some people say that it is, like, we, we, you know, every time we get into this, we're going to lose thousands of followers. Uh, <laughs> no, but on a serious note, uh, I heard somebody saying that, um, this is a safety security deposit because how many men leave their women 
with kids. This is a security deposit. It's a security deposit? This is a house a house loan? Nah. I I mean I personally never heard of this uh this ever before. I've exactly. never heard of this equation. And I think this so shows our cynical view of relationship. Yeah. If you're going in there saying, I need a security deposit, you better stack bread and get your degree and set yourself up if you're coming in there with that mindset. Because likely, Simple. if you're going in there with that mindset, you're probably going to need that safety deposit. And if you're looking for a traditional man, you yourself need to be traditional. And that that's, you know, I'm sorry to I'm not actually, I'm not sorry to say. I think people need to realize, you know, I'm not even trying to be a politician. I'd be, that's it. Period. That, point that's blank. it. I'm just If you're you. looking for a guy with certain attributes, know that he is likely looking for a sister with certain attributes and you cannot get mad at him. You can't blame societal expectation or anything like that. No, you have a certain expectations of a man. You look at him for certain things. Do you not? You cannot tell me that you do not look for a man to fulfill certain rights on you. Then expect the man to have to have certain rights that he's looking for. I think we as a society have thought that, you know, guys are just, what are they looking for? They're looking for something. They're looking for a wife. They're looking for the mother of the kids. Likewise, brothers, these women, they're looking for the father of their children. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a husband they can depend on. Exactly. They're looking for a man that if their tire goes flat and they call the first the ring, he's going to pick up and say, where you at? I'm Matter of fact, I got your location. There, these are certain traits that we are all looking for and may Allah give you everything that your heart desires I that mean, you're looking for in a spouse. I mean, I mean, but I do mean. not take away from what another person may be looking at. Exactly. And yeah. understand exactly who you are dealing with before you ask him an, outra- an outrageous number. Understand. Don't bring us back to the outrageous number. I'm, I'm, I'm just we saying. had a beautiful ending on that I'm on that saying. point. I just we understand. Just understand. On. Understand exactly who the person you are marrying. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying? And don't let rejection take you down. Don't let rejection take you. Don't let rejection stop you from asking. Exactly. Don't let. Oh, don't let rejection allow you to settle for less mm. and fear. Maybe it's because. You deserve more. You do deserve more. Everybody Maybe does. instead of reflex being, I'm asking for this, and I, they told me no, mm-hmm. maybe my reflex is to ask for less. Yeah. No, maybe it's because you're selling yourself short and you need to ask for a little bit more. You deserve what Allah a lot de- more. Uh, You deserve what Allah decrees for you. Right. There you go. I'm but anyways, man, in a, in a long story short, mm-hmm. we talked about maybe how people typically deal with rejection. Let's sum up how we should deal with rejection and failures. How should we? Tying it all together. How should we do that? Well, I honestly, just, Allah, just not allowing rejection to determine, uh, not allowing rejection and fear to let you settle for less and understanding that there's always another way of you doing exactly what it is you want in your life mm. and what Allah decrees for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So don't, don't put your mind up to thinking that, oh, this is what I'm good for and this is what I'm capable of getting. No, it's not. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's so much more for you to discover there. You know what I'm saying? You be the king of your world. Don't let rejection and fear run it for you. Right. You run your world. You are the president of your world and your actions. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you do it. Right. Don't let fear and rejection be the the leaders of what exactly you're capable of doing. Right. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just allowing that to not take control of your world. Fear and rejection. Just... Right. Not settling for less. Right. But on to this guy. Yeah, bro. SubhanAllah. Tying it all together, bro. Like, believe you are worthy. Yeah. Believe, you know, you are worthy. You are enough. You are more than enough. 
And alhamdulillah, you have been equipped with everything that you need and more. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has equipped you and geared you with every tool in your toolbox yeah. to do what you need to get done. Right? And I think we need to internalize that. Know that you are worthy. And, and inshallah, when you do face rejection, when you do face failure, know that there are another path, another route that you should be taking. Right? That, that path, inshallah, will be much more fruitful in its destination than the one that you wanted in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I, I think believing that, you will find that you will eventually live that. And if you don't have a reference point in your life where you can think back on that moment where this happened and I got this, then inshallah, as you live your life, you will find those examples and that will be something you can look back and be like, in your memories, this is what happens to me. Mm-hmm. You'll reflect on back on your, this is what happened to me, I got, and this is what Allah, this is what Allah gave me and alhamdulillah, I was pleased with it. Yeah. Know that that is going to constantly keep coming, constantly keep coming, you know? So alhamdulillah, Inshallah khair. I think this was a wonderful episode. Wonderful. Uh, to end this, I, I truly do hope that everything uh, in Ukraine, inshallah, gets better. We are launching this episode on Tuesday. Right now, it is Sunday. So our tone may not really be equal yeah. to what is happening on the ground when this comes out. Uh, so uh, I am praying, I am praying, yeah. I am praying that this de-escalates, inshallah, for the sake My of humanity. My heart goes out to everybody. Right. Ukraine, Yemen, Iraq, everywhere, everywhere. That's may Allah, may Allah ease the suffering that's going Somalia. on in the world, and may Allah uh, recover uh, any grievances, and may Allah uh, de-escalate any situations in terms of war. Yeah, and 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 may we be safe in that. May peace. us be, yeah, exactly. May Allah subhanahu wa taala keep us safe yeah. wherever we may be. May Allah provide us shelter for wherever we may be, and and uh, keep us away from any fitna. And Alhamdulillah, make sure you're grateful for what you have. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Anyways, y'all, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will see you next week on uh, Talk Ya Haq. And inshallah, may you guys have a blessed week and we're going to holla at y'all. Peace. Be breezy. <laughs>